Hi everyone, welcome to this COVID-19 edition of my podcast. So, first I need to apologize for all the background noises that you may hear. There are kids playing outside and the boys are yelling downstairs. Really apologize for that. But we are in quarantine after all, so I'm here recording my podcast and they shall do whatever they feel like doing during this quarantine or lockdown, literally. So to give you an overall of the current situation, I live in Irvine, Orange County, California. Governor Gavin Newsom, the Democratic Party, currently running the state of California. And uh, we are currently during an election, as we recall. So people are not happy with what Donald Trump is currently doing right now. I mean, I don't think that they're ever happy with what he's currently doing or what he has been doing in the past. But um, don't get me wrong, the media is most, most of the media is a big majority, if we can say, is controlled by the Democrats or, I mean, when I say controlled, they have a buddy that they used to go to school with, they used to get along. Now this guy owns whatever channel, CNN, because we know this is as a, well, it's, a, it's Democrat, most of it. Uh, Fox News being mostly Republican. There are not a lot of biased news channel or anything that isn't really biased. So biased, B-I-A-S-E-D. What is biased? It is content that not directly, not verbally necessarily influences your way of thinking because of their way of thinking. Let me explain. If somebody gets... Um, actually, I found a good example here. Bloomberg channel on YouTube. Uh, big title for the video that they posted not that long ago was uh, Democrat fixing the vacuum caused by Trump. Okay, bias title. It From the start, you have... A negative perspective on Trump. They could have just changed the title for something more neutral, but it's from the start that their way of thinking is going to influence your perspective on things. And a lot of those channels are biased and there are not that many resources for students or just the average population to know what is biased content and what isn't and how to look beyond that. Which is really what bothers me with the Democratic Party in the United States is how I feel lied to on a constant, just regular basis. Because every time I do a research on something they say, there's always a story in the back that you go, oh, that's why. Okay. They're just never honest. And at least you can say whatever you want about Trump, but at least... Maybe you're not gonna maybe you're not gonna like what he says. Maybe you don't like what he said in the past. But at least it's clear and honest. And he hasn't lied. Really. And that's what frustrates most um Democratic Party supporters is that he hasn't lied about his intention as a president. I'm sure he has said stuff in the past, too. Um, there's a video that 
was put online of him saying something to someone else about another woman. Okay, locker room talk. He wasn't running for office. But during this COVID-19 episode, I really found out There's a lot of, there's a lot of crap going on. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to uh, watch my language here uh, because I'm also intending this podcast for everyone. So I don't want kids to be listening to something out loud and their parents hearing me cursing in the back and say like, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Like, just watch something else. <laughs> I really want to make this podcast as accessible as possible for everybody, so... And, yeah, I'm trying to watch what I say. And I'm not here to really influence your your perspective on things. I'm here to make you think. I want you to see beyond what is presented to you. I don't know where you're from watching this. Um... The first thing I would like to point out is if you do not live in the United States, you have no idea what's going on here. You have no idea who the president is. You you don't know. You cannot judge politics if you live abroad. If you live in Italy, if you live in France, if you live in Australia, you cannot judge American politics, period. The sources of information that are sent internationally are mostly sent by sources, that, by democratic sources. They're biased. You, you don't know what's going on here. I'm sorry to put it like that, but you, you're being lied to, <laughs> so to say. So back to our COVID-19 in California. So now we have the spring breakers that are invading the beaches uh, in San Clemente, Huntington Beach, Dana Point, probably a little bit up North SoCal. And you've seen them on multiple channels. They are not making the Gen Z look good right now. No news channel. And one thing I would like to point out is this is what I've been saying and this is the proof to anyone, if you're a Gen Z right now, this is the proof that the channels you've been listening to are biased. Why is that? Haven't you noticed that everyone, what everyone is saying about the Gen Z right now is how stupid you guys are taking COVID-19. I'm sorry. Uh... I know plenty of young people that are clustered inside not wanting to get out because they don't want their grandparents to get sick. I know plenty of young people who have been able to get a couple of rolls of toilet paper and went to distribute it to veterans for free. I know I know Gen Z's that are taking this COVID-19 better than any boomers, Gen X, millennial. It's not fair, right? It's not fair that they put the entire world's perspective on the American Gen Z's as a bunch of total idiots. It's not fair. And why is it so easy to make the Gen Z's look so stupid is because, well, the smart ones are inside. They're not at the beach and they send their camera crews at the beach 
to know what the heck is going on. So you've got a bunch of stupid people at the beach that represent this, that little sample of what apparently is the entire Gen Z population of the United States. This is complete bull crap, guys. Now you really have the proof of how, what kind of little games you have been putting up with over the years. Do you really think that the Democratic Party is being honest in their statement after watching that? Not really. But anyways, now, you know, mostly around the world, I spoke with my mom the other day and she was telling me apparently the shortage for masks and medical equipment is worldwide. And uh, there's this big title that says um, Newsom is turning to seamstresses in uh, Los Angeles to make masks because we have uh, sewing skills. Um, I was myself a seamstress for multiple factories, including um, Ivanka Trump's clothing line. Um, I found out after. I really, we never knew who we were making clothes for. Uh, but what I can guarantee you is that the pictures and the videos that they've been showing you about how like miserable the conditions were, they were not. They were absolutely not. They have difficulty breathing, they're smelling chemicals. We were sewing. What kind of chemicals do you want in the air? Like you're, you're sewing fabric. What, like you, you think that their sewing machines were working like, you know, with gas? No. If they were in industrial surges, they were electric surges or sewing machines, and we were sewing just the same way you would at home. There wasn't any chemicals going around here. Uh, maybe the only difficulty breathing that we would have is when the guys decided. <laughs> so we had these guys that uh, they've been. They decided to go on a, a, a vato strip to Texas. And they were huge on barbecue because they learned all the barbecuing techniques that the Texans have been showing them. And they were trying those barbecuing new things inside the building. So it smelled like smoke all day. And I remember there was somebody from CBS that walked in one day and I was like, yeah, watch it. Watch out for that. <laughs> but Okay, I'm sorry. Anyone like if your workplace would actually allow you to do barbecue inside. Yeah, if you have a journalist that walks in, watch out for the title the next day. Anyways, there's a shortage of masks. And I was thinking, you know what? People are afraid of the martial law right now. What is a martial law? Is uh, they pull out the big guns, basically. They were asking in the green card exam, what is the martial law? I kind of forgot what the complete three-line answer was. So I said, the reason why we have guns. And I get the points for the question. That gives you an idea what the martial law is. But they pretty much uh, overrule the Constitution. They pull out the Coast Guard or uh, the military. And uh, you're not allowed to get out. Period. Maybe they could pull out the martial law to get rid of the people at the beach, but I don't think that it would go further than that. And just a friendly reminder that if China has been able to handle coronavirus 
this well and how were people actually staying inside and why are Americans being so stupid about it? Why do they get out? Friendly reminder that the Chinese government has implemented public executions. If you get out, if you don't respect a curfew, they will publicly kill you in front of everybody. You will die. Do you seriously think that people would get out of their houses if we had public executions in the U.S.? Absolutely not. Then now, shortage of masks. I can make masks. I can sew them actually pretty fast. I know how to make an N95 mask. And I was thinking, I have a sewing machine here. I could make masks. Okay. But where do I bring those masks once they're made? Because... What, where am I supposed to go? Like right on the battlefield where all the nurses and doctors are like fighting in the front line and just hand them the masks? I have Crohn's and celiac disease. I am not going on the battlefield of coronavirus because that thing could be really ugly for me. And they don't have any respirators and yeah, that could get ugly. So I'm here looking up on Google where do I bring those masks? Um, I'm not really stupid when it comes to searching on Google. I know SEO, I know SCM, I have Linux, I have Windows, I have Mac. I know which keywords I need to type in order to find what I'm looking for. I was not able to find a single piece of information on where to bring masks if I can bring masks in California. And Gavin Newsom is is absolutely telling everyone, bring your masks here. We need your help, and, but where do we go? What are you expecting? That we're just going to drive to like a, a testing drive through where sick people are and just hand the masks to people? Okay, what about putting them on Etsy or eBay or Amazon? Yeah, we're going to get sued if we do that. We can't sell them. 3M will sue anyone who sells masks. And I, I asked them, I sent a message and I contacted three different uh, pharmaceutical and insurance companies as well. They all gave me the same response. They were really nice about it. They answered me really, really fast. And they were saying, no, we cannot authorize. We will search and sue anyone making N95 masks available when we currently have a shortage. First, first and foremost is because the N95 is a special technology. I know how to make a mask N95. I don't have the quality control tools to test it, but I know how it's made. It might not be as efficient as an N95 mask would actually be, but it's better than nothing, right? It's better than even just covering your mouth or put a bandana. So no, there's no quality control and there are a lot of people right now pretending, selling masks, pretending that they are N95s and selling it for $70 a pop. So that for that reason, they're not authorizing anyone to sell them and they will sue. And I do not want to get sued by a company that has millions of dollars.